0: Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tony G. I'm your host Tani G. We're in Chapter 5, Paragraph 13, K hey, Mishnah Yud Gimel, here in Ethics of the Fathers, Piquet Abbas, with Art School's notes on the bottom. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome, and maximum, T-E-E at yahoo.com. Today we're in a great Mishnah, a wonderful Mishnah with a good analysis and a good mindset of how we should try to be. In general, of course, all the Mishnahs are very good in terms of ethics and morality teachings, but today's is especially relevant, so let's listen. In. There are four types of character traits among people. Haomer, one who says, Let my property be mine and yours be yours. Zumida This is a character trait that is average. But some say that this is the characteristic of Sodom. The notes at the bottom say, Sodom, whose residence displayed the epitome of selfishness, she did not strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy. From Yechazkel 1649, according to this view, having an attitude of each man for himself is not merely average but unethical, since it negates the entire concept of charity and benevolence. Pause sidebar the story of Lot, the story of Avraham, has a lot of different twists and angles to it and a lot of different ideas from him but one quick thing to think about is that when Lot separated from Avram he went to the diametric opposite of what Avram was Avram was a a very generous person, Ish Chesed Rodev Chesed, somebody who loved kindness, loved finding kindness and loved doing for others and Lot Turned away and was in effect throwing away all of Avram's ideals, although you'll see in a second he kept some of them. They couldn't even go away from him. He kept them as part of him, even though he went to the epitome of immorality, the epitome of injustice and social unruliness in the entire region. He went to Sodom because he saw in his eyes that it was fertile, he saw that it was good for planting. And he didn't even realize how bad it would be for the neshama, but he saw how much fertileness it had, and he went there. But he came and they had the rules that nobody could come, nobody could have guests, and if somebody had guests, they were liable to either give up the guests, and and they had very cruel measures. Some, Some people say, maybe the measure says that if somebody had a bed and the person was too long, they would chop off limbs to make them smaller, and if somebody was too small, they would stretch them out to make them longer. Really unruliness, really selfishness, really cruelness, and horribleness, and just horrid treatment of individuals. So Sodom is not a characteristic we want to be anywhere near or want to have any part of. Shali shalach v'shelcha. Shali is another type of mentality to have. This one says, let mine be yours and yours be mine. So basically saying, mine is yours, yours is mine. Switching. I'm Haaretz. This is an unlearned learned person. This is someone who doesn't have the das and many, many years later, we think of a, of, a, of a very little child who says, I'll give you my Oreos if you give me your pretzel crisps. But in essence, nobody is really sharing. One is just swapping with the other. You're not really sharing with each other if you have the pretzel, specials and they have then you're sharing or she gives you some of hers and she has that sharing but giving me yours and you're giving me mine this is just unlearned and it's just being a swap it's not really having anything in effect happening shall Shalach shall shalach. let mine be yours and yours be yours Chasid. This is a pious person. This is someone who says, I want to give to you and you keep what you have. Whatever is yours is yours. Whatever is mine is yours. This is a chassid. This is a pious person. The best type of trait, best type of mentality to have from this Mishnah. Shalcha shali Vishali shali. Let yours be mine and mine be mine Russia. Is wicked. He wants everything, very selfish. He wants to keep his own and wants to take everyone else's, in effect, trying to hoard as much as possible. Now, this Mishnah, this mentality, this dictum is good for nowadays, especially our generation. We see, especially among kids, and especially before kids get older, and especially among children and students, a very selfish mentality, a very me, me, me mentality and a very give-me, give-me generation and a give-me, give-me kind of thinking. It's a selfish mentality and it's an it's a egocentric mentality and it's a me-minded me, me, me mentality, I don't know where it comes from, maybe it could be the culture, maybe it could be from the home, but in general, we have to take a step back and realize this is not the proper way, this is not the way that you can help others and try to fix the world, instead of being a selfish personality in a selfish society where in general they espouse such crazy values where they're all about materialism and how a person looks, they don't care anything about the inside, everybody has to to look a certain way and dress a certain way and there's no dress codes or standards and there's no standards from a People could do almost anything and get away with it. That's not the way, and it leads to selfishness because we're not – looking at the true worth of a person. We're not looking at the true inner capabilities and inner ca- characteristics of a person that just breeds selfishness. The whole society has that. But we have to take a step back. We have to become a selfless personality, a selfless being, and a selfless society in order to make the world at large better. We have to be other-minded instead of mean-minded. We have to be world-centric instead of egocentric. And we have to be people-minded and try to be people pleasing and people helping instead of me pleasing and me helping and of course it starts at home so you have to do what you can for your spouse do what you can for your children and then you can bring it out other ways the best mentality is saying what's yours is yours and what's mine is yours so if your wife reaches into your drawer and wants to take your clothing and use it let her. If she wants to take your stuff and use your stuff, let her and encourage it and give it because really the marriage relationship, you and your wife are not two different people. You're really united. You're really one unit. That's why another article from Aish was a great article that said it doesn't make sense to be jealous of your spouse. Something is lacking if you feel jealous of your spouse. You should be happy for your spouse and you should get nachas from whatever your spouse does and they can should get nachas and pleasant ru- pleasant feelings and wonderful feelings and happy feelings from whatever you do because if you're a unit and you're in tandem and you're together you should only feel happiness from one each other and not jealous just because they make more money or they're more successful you shouldn't be jealous you should be happy for them and you should say wow that's my spouse i am so proud and i'm so happy with what my spouse can do and if you do great hopefully they say the same thing because when you're a unit when you're in tandem it's complementary and it's not opposite and the other point besides for that again, is we have to be selfless minded and other minded. Lot went to a very selfish, very cruel society. If a society focuses on the me and focuses on what I could do for me, everything is me. Yours is mine. Mine is mine. Then there will be lawlessness that will follow and there will be no characteristics because a society that doesn't care about others, that doesn't care about sharing or taking care of others, a society that's only looking out for them is not going to have proper laws, might not even have laws in general, might not have any more might not have any basis, and that's why it's very dangerous not to have a code, not to have laws. Just like the society needs a constitution and it needs a congress and a senate, so too, when it comes, at least in Judaism, when it comes to life, there has to be Jewish law, Jewish code of ethics, of course, avos, because there has to be a sound basis and it has to come from God and it has to be never changing. If it was according to the whims of man, it could go here, it could go there, but when there's a sound basis, especially in the Bible and the Torah. The cat sat on the That's where it comes from and that's where we have to make sure we have to be as selfless and other-minded as possible. So to be a chassid, to be a pious person, you have to say what's mine is yours and what's yours is yours. The easiest example, the best example to see this is when you have guests So when you open your house to guests, which I hope you do a lot. It's a wonderful mitzvah. Really not that hard, really not that bad to do, especially if you have space for people. Have people as much as you can. We've talked about this many times. And when they're in your house, you say to them, my house, is your house. What's mine is yours, and what's yours is yours. You bring your own clothing, you bring your own food, have it, please. But anything that I have is yours. Anything in my house is yours. Mikasa, Sukasa, I think is the phrase. What's in my house is yours, and what's yours is yours. And when you go around, if you're giving people rides or people want to borrow things or use things, Gesundheit, go ahead, because what's mine is yours, and what's yours is yours. And by doing that more often and more often, we could become very pious people. We could become helping people. We could become other-minded people and other-centric people instead of egocentric people. Join us next time as we talk about temperaments in Parak Hay, Mishnah Yudala, Chapter 5, Number 14, here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.